Welcome to Habit Masters. I'm Sheldon. I'm Jeff. One priority action is our focus right now. And we have a good one today. Me and Jeff are kind of fired up about this. And versus or. What does that yes. mean? <laughs> and versus or. Well, let me just give you a quick version. I think the issue really comes down to this, Sheldon. We are all caught in between ands. And it's what's keeping us stuck in so many areas of our life. And all of us fall into this category. It's just a matter of where. And you may be saying, what does what does being caught in and mean? It means you're trying to decide between too many options. You've got all these dreams and things you want to accomplish and you can't decide on the one you want to try. And so you just decide on none of them and then wonder why you're unhappy and not making progress. I think the best way to describe this is probably just to read Seth Godin's blog. So okay. if you guys didn't know, we love Seth Godin and we read a lot of his blogs and they're really short, but they're just so potent. He's awesome. So he's got a great way of talking. So this is how Seth Godin writes it. I think is awesome. It says, Leading a project is about causing the death of a million ants. There was a long line at the ice cream stand, but the person in front was, wasn't budging. The customer had narrowed down the choice to four flavors, but they were paralyzed, unable to choose. It's not because of any of the flavors wouldn't be fine. They were all good choices. It's because choosing one flavor meant not having the other three. Getting an ice cream had turned into a dance with regret. We ever fall into that, Sheldon? <laughs> okay. Well, he continues. He continues. He says, you can't build a luxury car that's also inexpensive and drives well off the road and is very fast and super safe. You can't create an event that's intimate, open to all comers, proven, resilient for any weather, held outdoors, and unique. We focus on the frustration of losing an and when we are hesitant about commitment and we obsess over the constraints we've already accepted because it slows us down and amplifies our fears. So instead of focusing on what we're building, we focus on the paths that are no longer open. Oh, I do that so often, right? Where, <laughs> and I see that all the time. Like we sell products and people will come have buyer's remorse immediately. Like, oh, well, maybe I should have done this or maybe I should have done that. Like, oh, I don't know if this is the exact choice. It's a human condition. We all deal yeah. with this. You're not wrong because of it, but we're hopefully going to give you a tool today that will help you <laughs> step out of this and, and start making progress in one direction, uh, at least yeah. on one thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So my my kids, it's funny, I just laugh every time. It's like, they'll go to a birthday party and then they'll come back and just be like bummed and angry because the rest of us, we did something else as a family. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you did that without me. You know what I mean? It's like, what oh, do you expect yes. us to just sit here and <laughs> wait for you, twiddle our thumbs the entire time you're gone? But this is like a hard thing, even... For I see it very poignant in my kids, but for adults, it's like we never quite get over this. And that is, you can't really, you can't have it all. You can't. Yeah. Like everything is a trade off. Everything, if you say yes to this thing, you're saying no to something else. That's just the fact of life. Yeah. It's so funny you brought that up, dude, because I was thinking about that too. It was like great example is my boys, right? If one gets to go to a party and the other one, gets to go swimming with the family it's like neither of them is happy like oh, they got to go to a party and, and the other one's like oh you got to go swimming with the family it's so funny <laughs> that you brought that up <laughs> it's a perfect example of what this is well it feels obvious when you're talking to a kid but i think as adults like we we do the exact same thing in like adult ways but we don't recognize it right or we're not willing to admit it yeah we're not right? willing to admit it because <laughs> so I, okay this i feel like this is kind of a hard pill to swallow but at the end of the day like you always have time for whatever it is you put first, or maybe better said, whatever it is you put first, whatever you spent your time doing, 
that is what's most important to you, which I feel is like, <laughs> I cringe a little. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many of us that we say, ah, our health is important, right? And we make goals to eat or exercise. And at the end of the week, we haven't done any of it. Well, the truth is, what, everything else that you've done is more important to you. Or we say our relationship with our spouse or our children, it's like, oh, I'm going to work, you know, do something there. At the end of the week, you've done nothing. Well, it's it's hard to swallow, but the, the TV you watch, the, the things you are researching on the internet, your hobbies, those have all been more important to you this week because you've always put that first, right? Yeah. Well, Which, and it's funny how often we'll say things are the most important to us. Yeah. And then like you said, not do them. That's just being out of integrity with who you are, right? And I think the first step of this really comes down to being able to admit that, okay, up to now, the things that have been most important to me are the actual things that I've done. There's a reason yeah. I'm doing them. What kind of what kind of result or good feeling or whatever is it giving me that's putting it first in my life? Yeah. And there's a great quote that Ben Hardy always uses that we like to repeat here is, is from Robert Brault. He says, we are kept from our goals, not by obstacles, but by a clear path to a lesser goal. And I think that's the biggest thing that's taking us away is a distraction of something that's easier to do. And Sheldon's used this example a lot, but it's like, it's, it's watching TV. It's doing all those things that are basically so easy to do. You just click the button and it's done. Right? It's like, all right, I'm being entertained. And I think it's making a conscious choice to realize, okay, this is the thing that's distracting me. And if I really want something better, I'm going to have to make a trade. Yeah. Because everything's a trade. Like that is the key. And usually the best distractions are good things because they feel so compelling. It's a good thing. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, doing your job and and taking care of this, like those are all good things. But if you do the, the expense of your health or relationships, you know what I mean? Like it's that that's why they're they're so effective. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I agree. And there's a balance here of like, okay, so what am I trading? Well, there's the easy things, right? Like trading, watching Netflix for going to sleep. That's a good trade. Right? We all know those ones. Those are easy trades. It's the ones that are a little more nuanced that are, are like, hey, I'm trading between two good things. Like I could spend time with my family and, or I could, you know, work on this skill. And so you got to think, okay, what's the, what's a big dream that's going to give me more of what I really want, which is maybe family time or freedom or more money or whatever the thing is you're looking for, better health and realize, okay, what's something that I can trade easily? Maybe that's one of those negative things. And what's something that might be more difficult to trade? And the thing we want to do for you here is help you realize that it doesn't have to be difficult. I think too often we think like, oh, if I'm making a change, it's got to be a huge change. In fact, it should be a small change because that's the one you're going to stick with. We're all about habits on this show. And so making the change can be as simple as, you know, five minutes every day working on one action that's moving you towards that bigger dream. Like for me right now, I've always kind of liked illustration and drawing, but I've never really spent a ton of time building the skills. I've always been kind of talented at it, but I haven't actually dedicated myself to learn the fundamentals and master those fundamentals. And so what I've been doing every day now, even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes, is I'm spending time learning from experts and practicing those skills on a daily basis. And this has been a huge change for me. And I've already seen in just a couple of months, huge, vast improvements in my own skills. And it really just comes down to dedicating time each day to doing that because it's bring, taking me somewhere I want to go. And, and honestly, 
I still get my work in workout in. I still spend time with my family. I still get my job done. And it really hasn't taken away. All it's taken away is whatever other time I was wasting right? <laughs> doing something that I probably shouldn't have been doing. Who knows, right? Like scrolling social media or whatever, but yeah. Well, I, I, this is probably a good moment to like show ourselves a little bit of compassion, right? Yeah. There's nobody who's listening to this who hasn't like, oh, that's me. Cause that's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've all done this like a thousand times or a million times. Right. Yeah. And cause like you said, it, it is so, I mean, somebody else's goal which you know, the, ex- the executives and shareholders of, again, we we're bashing on Netflix too much here. <laughs> but, <laughs> Is to make money by viewers. Do you know what I mean? Like we're helping their goals, right? At the same time, it's a professional, <laughs> but I'm tired. You know, I, I'm stressed. I'm, uh, there's a thousand different things. Most bad habits. I like this definition once it was like, uh, compulsive behaviors, even addictions are just, are just unhealthy ways, unhealthy coping, coping mechanisms for like feelings and things that we, we haven't figured out how to deal with in more healthy, more appropriate ways, right? And which is is interesting if you think about it, because it's like, okay, what? I'm obviously not in touch, in tune enough with my feelings to figure out exactly what it is. And I do it. I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm tired. I just want to watch something. <laughs> I'm stressed. It's like I don't want to think. Like, why don't you want to think, my friend? Maybe that would <laughs> tell you what you need to work on or what to address or figure out, right? Yeah, that and and this is a little bit of a segue, Jeff. But I feel like it be my my psychiatrist here, right? I feel I've, I feel like this is true. Someone once, you know, I've heard this more than one time that there's no growth in comfort. Meaning, you have to in order for to to grow, whether it's like muscles, like you can't do the weight you've always done easily and expect to get stronger, right? Yeah. So we can't grow mentally, spiritually, like any of the things by only doing the things that we're comfortable with, like all growth equals discomfort, which I think is scary for a lot of people, right? But it it doesn't have to be, you know, we're not saying go do something crazy that you can't even imagine yourself doing. It's just like doing something a little bit more, a little bit different or pushing past the comfort zone. Like there is no growth in your comfort zone, really. Yeah. And and actually that's a great point. I think you bring up is that if you look back at your life, any of us, any of you listening to this, and you saw the moments where you felt like you accomplished something and felt like this boost of confidence, it almost always, I shouldn't say almost, it always comes after a stretch of effort, like putting yourself in a position that wasn't necessarily comfortable, trying something new, doing something that felt difficult. That's the only way we grow. And the only way that we feel that that boost of progress is like Sheldon saying, doing something that puts us out of our comfort zone. Being comfortable is is nice, but it never takes you anywhere. So how can we take this and use it right now, Sheldon? (laughs) <laughs> okay. So the problem we all face is that we're caught between ands, right? You want to do this and this and this and this, because if we choose something, it limits everything else. If I choose to go get vanilla ice cream, it means I can't get any other kind of ice cream or a different dessert. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we all want to do it all. So the truth is that everything is a trade-off. So the, the secret is to figure out what you're trading. Right. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing you could take away from this is, is to try and be more conscious of what it is you are trading. Yeah. 
because we all have time for what we put first. If something really was the most important thing, do it. You do it the very first thing, right? You just right. do. But it's like I wake up and I'm I'm hungry. Therefore, breakfast is the most important thing for me right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I do I do breakfast, but I, I, you know something. That's why they talk about if you have this burning passion, this like white hot desire, mm-hmm. nothing gets in the way because it's the most important thing. You decide like this is where I'm going to spend my time and actions and, and desire. My thoughts are going to go here. So be more conscious about what you're trading. Because everything's yeah. a trade. If you're going to spend time on your phone, right? you're not spending time deepening a relationship with your spouse. It's just right. a fact. Absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, with that, I would add to is, uh, if you haven't done this already, we did a couple of episodes last month about identity and choosing who you want to be and where you want to go. So choose something you can do now that's taking you in that direction. Like that's a good trade is, okay, what is it that I really want in that future me, right? What, what kind of identity am I trying to build? If I have, I assumed at this point and then pick something you can do right now. I think the other thing we get caught between is a lot of ands of like, well, if I really want to publish a book, then I need to be good at all these skills. I need to write, I need to edit, I need to do the, well, you can't do all those things right now. So instead pick the one thing you can do and start doing it every day for just a few minutes. That's that's what this really comes down to. That's why we call it the one priority action. And, and this kind of goes back to what Greg McEwen has talked about in the past of the word priority literally means, well, let's read the definition. It says to require being dealt with or done first, right? Like that's one of the definitions of priorities to require being dealt with or done first. So if you have a priority, there really can only be one. And that's why we call it the one priority action because it's the one thing you're going to do every day that's moving you in the direction of that bigger dream or that bigger you or both yeah. in that case, maybe the, in that case, there is an and. <laughs> so don't get caught in ands of like, and I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do this. Well, pick one thing you can do and do just that. And it's crazy how the world will send you support once you pick a direction and start taking action. Like, yeah, you'll start meeting people you wouldn't have met. You'll start like Sheldon and I just doing this podcast has helped us connect with people we never could have imagined previously, right? People we read about in books. Now we're talking to them as good friends. <laughs> it's like, it's really cool that way. What life will do for you when you do the thing you can do. It'll send you people that can do the stuff that you can't or resources or whatever. So start with the one priority action. And like Sheldon said, be very conscious of, okay, what am I going to trade? for this thing that I want more. It's easy to identify the bad trades for the, the good trades. I think it's, it's a lot more difficult when you're, you're trying to be like, well, I can, I can read this good book or I can do this better thing that moving me toward, you know what I mean? But it's much easier to just sit down and like zone out in a good book. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. The, Sometimes it's, we always harp on like the, this fairly bad choices. Don't get me wrong. Like I like myself a good TV show and I'm not going to like <laughs> quit watching TV altogether. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, just make sure that you, you make time for that. Like, yeah. Schedule time in your day for watching a show that you like, right? Like rest and relaxation and revitalization, revitalization is vitally important to your overall health. Right. So no one's saying, work all the time and never spend time with your family and never do anything you like. No, it's in fact, it's the opposite. It's just make time for the things that matter most. 
And if you aren't making time for the thing that you say you want most right now, it's not a priority for you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hit hit me in the hurts there. (laughs) So if you don't make time for what you say is, is important to you, the truth of the matter is it's not really important to you. Yeah. And then you're out of integrity and you just, I know how that feels in my own life, right? Of having said a lot of things and being like, I'm going to do this and then never doing it. (laughs) It just, it starts to really weigh on you. So you need to decide if you're going to do it, if it really is important to you, then you better start taking action. So you can go to bed each night feeling in integrity with yourself and with your future self by taking action on the thing you're saying you really want. And it doesn't have to be hard. I think that's the goal of this episode is to tell you that it doesn't have to be hard. So I've, I've already gone circles on this idea <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> you guys, apologies for my <laughs> verbose explanations, but there is a quote here though. I think one thing that comes into, comes to play a lot of times is this idea that we feel like if we're spending time on a skill for ourselves or something that we really want, it, it's selfish. And that's one of the major things that stands in our way outside of these lesser goals and distractions is this idea that by doing something for ourselves, we're being selfish. Well, let's just go back to what they always tell you on the airplane. If you don't put on your own oxygen mask first, you may not be around to help your kid put on their oxygen mask. Right? It, there is a time to spend on yourself and improving yourself. And Jim Rohn said it best. He says, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And that's not to say don't work hard on your job. It's to say, By always improving yourself, you'll be much better at whatever job you choose to pursue. And and you'll be a much better husband and a much better father and a much better sister and brother and mom and mother. (laughs) So it isn't selfish to work on yourself as long as that doesn't turn into an all-consuming pursuit where you're trading everything for one thing. That's just my opinion, but <laughs> never be a follower. Always take take these words and use them to your best ability. But that's something I've found in my life is, is never let the things that, that matter most fall behind the things that matter least, right? Yeah. So everything's a trade. So what are you trading for? Yeah. So guys, what can you do today? What's that one action that you can start doing today to put yourself into integrity and feel good every night yeah. going to bed? What's that one thing you you say is the most important to you, but you're actually going to make it important to you? (laughs) Yes, that today you're going to make important to you by scheduling time in your schedule to make it happen. Even if that's five minutes. So I think we're we're good. We don't want to re-harp on that anymore unless you want to say anything else, Sheldon. (laughs) Be kind to yourself. I mean, I change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. And at the same time, I think we all have to face this discomfort of whatever I'm putting my time and energy into that's most most important to me because I have a feeling almost all of us have you know something that we like you know (laughs) so face the hard facts but be kind exactly well said so I would also like to just thank everybody for joining us on the podcast today and hopefully you liked this episode as much as we enjoyed making it If you haven't left us a review already, reviews are huge in the podcast world because podcasts don't give you like automatic feedback. It's not like speaking to an audience, right? We're we're recording this prior to you listening to it. So we don't know how it's going for you. So if you're loving it or you want to tweak things or whatever, just let us know. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to get to 100 reviews. They're very encouraging when people leave them for us. We're just always stoked. Like 
high-fiving. <laughs> yes, someone's, <laughs> someone's listening and getting something out of this. So go leave us a review, like, subscribe, whatever the kids are saying these days. And last of all, we have a course out that is called the 7-Day Habit Masters Challenge. It's all about mastering the fundamentals of habit building. And it took us a while to make, and we really feel like it could be useful to you. So we'd love for you to try it out. Go test it out. If you are listening to this episode, send us an email at hello at thehabitmasters.com and we will send you a discount link so you can join us on the course and we'd love your feedback. So thank you guys. Have a great day and it's time to start living your best life. Thank you. Thank you.